In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We pray together. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. So we reach the... Uh, our readings for this Sunday, no? fifth Sunday in ordinary time, are taken from first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, the responsorial psalm, Psalm 138, a beautiful psalm of, uh, psalm of praise. And then the second reading is from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, the continuation of chapter 15. And the gospel reading is from the gospel of St. Luke, Chapter 5, 1 to 11. We, we start a new chapter. We finished chapter 4 last week. Okay? Let's start with the first reading. We will listen to Patrick now. Patrick? A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. In the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the high and lofty throne with the train of his garment filling the temple, seraphim were stationed above. They cried out to the other, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory. At the sound of that cry, the frame of the door shook and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, woe is me, I am doomed. For I am a man of unclean lips, living among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, holding an emblem that had taken with tongues from the altar. He touched my lips with it and said, See, now that this has touched your lips, your wickedness is removed, your sin purged. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Whom will go for us? Here I am, I said, send me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> This very beautiful reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah sets the uh, situation also for our gospel reading. But let's go a little bit <clears throat> deeper into this. No? The, uh, we have the prophet Isaiah having a vision. Okay. And the vision usually when one sees God, normally what follows is the feeling of Fear, because even in the Old Testament, it says no one sees God and leaves. Meaning to say, if you see God, then you die. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that was really the, the fear of Isaiah. He says, Woe is me, I am doomed. Huh? For I am a man of unclean lips, living among people of unclean lips, yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. Okay, and maybe. 
we can say even in, in normal life, you know, we say, uh, I hope soon we will see God. That means somebody is wishing you to die. Right? <laughs> when somebody wishes that you see God soon, maybe somebody wants you to die because that is really what we are, what, what is our main conception no? from the biblical uh, tradition. But then here in the reading, we hear, no? one of the seraphim flew to me holding an ember that he had taken with tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it. Meaning the following scene is the purification of the prophet. And so with this prophet now purified, he is given the power, okay, the energy, the courage to be able to follow what his calling could be, okay? And that's why um, the, the end of this beautiful reading says, then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Now with the lips of Isaiah already purified, he is ready and he says, here I am, send me. That's, that's beautiful. Usually when we receive a call, the first thing that comes to us is, why, Lord, why me? Why would you call me? You know, we, we, there's immediately the doubt and then the recognition of our unworthiness. So that's our first question. It's really fear. Why would this happen to me? I don't know if you, uh, those who are fond of Netflix, there's this movie, this is series uh, Manifest. <laughs> this is really about callings, uh -huh. callings. And then usually the person, why me? It's always that question, why me? You just want to, see, to hide yourself and, and avoid the calling. And yet it pursues you. Okay. And so this reading, this first reading was really chosen for the, as a preparation for the gospel reading. And that's why now we will jump to the gospel reading and see the other call no, of the famous Simon Peter. Can we ask Evelyn to read this for us? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing on Jesus that, and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesareth. He saw two boats there along the side of the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into a deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and we have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They, signal, they signaled to their partners and the other boat to come to help them. 
they came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of the fish, they had done seize him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the son of Zebedee, were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So we said, no, this is this reading from the Gospel of St. Luke starts our chapter 5, five no? verses 1 to 11. Uh, you will hear here the uh, teaching of Jesus. He was back now to Capernaum, Lake Genesaret, the place of Simon Peter. You remember in the past, we were, or in the past two Sundays, we were in Galilee. Okay, he went back to his home place. He had his inaugural speech. But then first he was admired. And then second uh, moment, he was rejected. rejected. Okay, now he went back to where he worked first, that is in the place of Simon near Capernaum. And here he was able to gather again this group of people listening to him. But the main point, I guess, here is not the, so much the teaching, but the calling of his first followers. Because the, the master needs also followers who will continue the teaching. Okay, and very, very interestingly, the first followers of Jesus were fishermen. You have the names, no? Who are they? Simon, Simon Peter, and then also towards the end, you have James and John. Uh, in, some, in some versions, you have Andrew also, okay? Because Simon was not called alone. He was called together with his brother. In the, in the Gospel of John, it was even Andrew who met Jesus first. You remember, in the Gospel of John, I think that's now, uh, chapter 1, it was Andrew, or chapter 2, who, who met Jesus first with another disciple, and then he went to tell his brother, Simon. Mm -hmm. So it's the other way around. But interestingly, there is this need for a teacher also to pass on the teachings and the lifestyle and the, you know the works so we have here this in this early chapter of Luke you know, uh, this situation of the calling of the first disciples but you notice as we said in the, in the first reading after the uh, immense catch of fish, what was the response of, the, of, of Simon? Uh, depart from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. So similar to the reaction of uh, Isaiah no? in the first reading, yeah. the fear. Again, uh, why, would we, why would I be experiencing this? Mm -hmm. you know? This is some sort of miracle. 
uh, Peter was saying, Simon was saying, they have already pulled the whole night and they did not catch anything. So practically, he, he was the fisherman. Jesus was not the fisherman. What was the what was the uh, occupation of Jesus? Carpenter. He was a carpenter. No? What would he know about fishing? So that in itself is really an experience of a miracle. Okay. And with that, uh, the intuition of Peter, of Simon Peter, is that he is here before a divine creature. So depart from me. For astonishment at the catch of fish he had made, seized him, and all those with him. And, and that uh, already gives the, uh, the other names. No? But what is, the, what is the response of Jesus here? Do not be afraid. Again, no, like the first reading, do yeah. not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching. Yeah. So it's still, uh, Jesus uses here the same imagery of catching. Catching fish for the occupation of Peter and his um, other associates. But then, now it's not anymore fish. You will be catching people. You know? But there is also one very important line here in this gospel. that Put out into the deep water. You know? Towards the, the middle of the gospel. When Jesus says, put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. The beginning of the miracle. You see, in, in Latin, this is duc in altum. Put out into the depth. I was thinking of altum. Altum is supposed to be high, no? But it's still in the in the imagery of the sea, it's the depth. Put out into the depth. Go into the deep. Okay? And the Pope, who was the Pope who used that uh, expression? That's John Paul II. In, uh, in his encyclical Novo Millennio Inuente, which is the start of the year 2000, the new millennium, mm -hmm. it says, put out into the deep. Meaning to say, our evangelization has to go deeper in this new millennium. And that is what I'm feeling right now. No? You know, the new millennium actually is 20 years already after the after 2000 or 22 years. But you see how how much changes happen, how many changes we are experiencing. Now the, the evangelization that we're doing cannot just be done face to face. Mm -hmm. I mean we're still face to face here, but but it's already another platform. And then uh, we have to learn so many things. This this uh, afternoon, I was asking our deacon, "You please teach me how to edit with the, <clears throat> the because I have to edit also this audio." And he taught me another language of technology. I said, "I do not know if I still have the age and the <laughs> to learn that one." <laughs> it's some, something. Some of the things that we need to learn seem to be beyond me already. But and, and sometimes you feel afraid. <clears throat> it seems that you cannot do anything anymore. No? And yet you have to do it. No? Because there is the word of Jesus. Do not be afraid. Put out into the, into the deep. I, I also want to uh, understand that as put out into the deep of your faith. 
um, believe. Okay, the same thing that uh, he challenged Simon to do. Because Simon said, we already fished the whole night. We did not catch anything. Yeah. But just the same, put out into the deep. And believe. And know that something will happen in your, when you have that faith. And in fact, that's what happened. They caught a great number of fish in their nets were clearing. I don't know if that will also happen in our evangelization style. I hope so. I mean, this I was telling you in the beginning of our session now with uh, Spotify that we are using here to, to share our Bible study. Somehow we reach other, other continents. Yeah? We have a listener and a participant from Italy, from Canada, from the US. Yeah? So it's not just in our little Hong Kong space here. Hopefully, we can also invite other Filipinos to join us. You see, uh, the, the, the challenge of evangelization, you know, if we heed the call, will make its own way. I, I believe in that. That we will never be lacking in, in finding people who would like to listen to the gospel, who are thirsty and hungry for the gospel. Okay. And uh, there is another call in this second uh, in this second reading, which is very interesting. So we have actually three callings here. The first reading is uh, the prophet Isaiah. Then we have the gospel Simon and his companions. And then here in the second reading also, let us hear from MJ. Right. The second reading. Yeah, I need the close. The close. No, no, no. You just read the uh, Continuous. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I am reminding you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel I preached to you, which you indeed receive and in which you also stand. Through it, you are also being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believe in vain, for I handed unto you as of first importance that I also receive that Christ died from, for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, Christ appeared to more than 500 brothers at once, most of whom are still living. Though some have fallen asleep, after that he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born abnormally, he appeared to me. For I am the least of the apostles, not fit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me has not been ineffective indeed. I have toiled harder than all of them, not I, however, but the grace of God that is with me. Therefore, whether it be or I day or day, so we preach and so you believe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. So you see, this is another calling. Huh? Uh, in, in a very 
different kind of calling because here you are already listening to someone who did not meet Jesus physically. Physically meaning to say like the apostles, like uh, Peter and the other apostles. This is already after the resurrection. You know this? Mm. No? Uh, the first part of the reading is the passing on of the tradition. When you say, for I handed on to you, you know, as of first importance, what I also received. Because that is how tradition is handed on. No? But in the course of telling that, <clears throat> he, he also mentioned how they met Jesus. So Cephas, Cephas is Simon Peter. Cephas is the Aramaic name of Simon, no? then became Peter, Kephas. And then the 12, the 12 apostles. And after that, Christ appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at once. This is after the resurrection. And then last of all, as to one abnormally born, born abnormally, he appeared to me. You, you remember how Jesus appeared to Paul? Anybody? He, he kept on calling for him. He kept on calling for him, but at first uh, he didn't know he was uh, he was uh, calling for him. Uh, that was a conversion of Saul to Paul. Yes, but the fact was that uh, Paul was saying he is not even fit to be called an apostle because he persecuted the church of God. Remember, he was out there really looking for the followers of the way of Jesus. That is in Acts of the Apostles. And he has three nar narration of that. There's chapter 9, and then I think there's 22, and then 26. Three times it's narr narrated. He was so mad with the disciples of Jesus. You know, they were called the, the followers of the way, because Jesus is the way. And so he was out to Damascus, going to Damascus. And there he had a blinding revelation of Jesus. After your after this Bible study, look for it. No, uh, <clears throat> Pe uh, Paul was not expecting that. As a persecutor, he was not expected. He was not expected to be to become an apostle of Christ. Okay, but still we know, and the title given to Paul is Paul the apostle, and he is even honored at the same time of Peter. You know, the, the, the feast of St. Paul, June 29, the saints Peter and Paul, in all the churches in the world, those who have been to the Vatican or wherever, you see always Peter and Paul, no? one at the left and one at the right. Peter holding the key and Paul holding the, the sword, no? the word of God. Okay? So, that this is the other calling. All of them have the kind of a feeling that they were not worthy. They were given a grace that they don't deserve. Okay. And I guess for all of us, that is that is the, the case. No? We we have in our heart of hearts, we know. This calling is beyond us. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's 
nothing less than a gift. Okay, we don't deserve it. But then when it comes, we have to accept it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Is it true yeah. also to your yeah. experience? Yeah. Because no, no one deserves it. No? Only God uh, deserves God. Okay? And with all our complications, our ordinariness, our busyness, our sometimes also we really try even to escape, right? I don't know, is it only me? <laughs> <laughs> we want also to escape from this call, no? Oh, Lord, enough. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have our reasons. Lord, can you call another one, please? <laughs> please, not me anymore because I'm tired, tired. you know? I, I have... I have one of these experiences no? after, I don't know, uh, this was almost 40 years ago in one of the retreats I attended. I said, Lord, what if I, because the, the, the calling was so, so strong. No? But then I said, but Lord, I love children. I want to have my family. I want uh -huh. also to, to pursue my course. No? I was studying to be a doctor. And then I I said, Lord, what if I just say no? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what I heard in my heart of hearts? I heard, I will love you just the same. So in my heart of hearts, I, I heard that very loving words of Jesus. Now, of course, this is, this is an internal God experience. He said, even if you say no to my invitation, I will love you just the same. And so with that, with that kind of uh, experience, I said, oh my God, this is the love that I love. <laughs> I like the experience in my life. It's unconditional love. Okay. So even if you say no, there God still remains not faithful because he decided to call you to associate to associate you to his mission and so you cannot say no or even if you say no he will find a way to make you say yes <laughs> <laughs> anybody would like to share here hello Tatsi, our deacon alex <laughs> So we are we are nearing the application part of our sharing of our lecture. No, I'm 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 just being. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. You can hear me, right? Yes. No, I'm I'm just being curious and <laughs> just yes. drop in and you know and say hello to to all of you. Thank just say you. hi. Welcome, welcome. We are three here in the room, four, 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 four here in the room, and then the others are in Zoom. No. So we are we are now in the part of uh, sharing our our God experience now because the gospel and all the other two readings are really experiences of God uh, of being called being invited I don't know uh, any simple experience that you would like to share that maybe you uh, you were called you hesitated but then in the end you said yes. <laughs> For instance, Anne, huh? Anne in her in her uh, work as a teacher for our Sunday school. 
I guess, yeah. No, it's it's not such. Um, I I don't think it's a calling. I think it's more of like I I like kids, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah trying to share my faith with them. Although it's a bit frustrating, especially mm -hmm. um, the kids nowadays. Um, they get very distracted, and they always want something that they can touch, and mm -hmm. they want instant gratification. So. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very challenging to, to teach um, children nowadays about something they cannot see. And um, it's all, they, they feel like everything's um, old already. So we I'm have to, adjust. to adjust in a way that, um, to teach them about our faith in a way that they can understand. Mm -hmm. Like when I was telling them about having the, um, they should have, they should invest time in their faith. Like I said, you should go to church, learn about God more, read about read the Bible sometimes if you have time. It's like learning a new, I told them, it's like learning a new game, right? If there's a new game you want to you play, you want to play it, you want to you know play with the other people, then you have to invest time. Mm -hmm. You ask your friends about it. So it's yeah, that's that's how I, I try to teach them. But I don't think it's a calling calling, but I guess I have a question, sister. Like yes, this, yes. Okay. I think this is the part where um I was teaching the children about you are here for a reason. Everybody is here for a reason. And before you were born, God already knows what what your role is. Yes. And um a reading we I think two weeks ago we had the reading Just about Jeremiah. the um like we are all parts of one body. Mm -hmm. We're supposed yes. to build the church, and the church is the people, and the people have each person has their own role. Yes. And I think that's our calling, yes. right? Yes. Like we all have our own calling. We're yes. not we're not all called to be nuns and priests, but mm -hmm. then we, we need to to do our part yes. of what God wants us to yes. do in order to complete the, mm -hmm. the body. Yes. 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 So there's no question there. Ah, my <laughs> question is, <laughs> I guess my question is, like sometimes it's, I guess kids nowadays, like I sometimes feel like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing something else? Um, like I work in a bath and sometimes I feel like it's not fulfilling. Um, you don't feel some gratification yeah some <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I i think it's it's more of like you want to do something mm -hmm. wherein you can improve you know lives of other people help mm -hmm. other people yes. but then with what i'm doing it's it's right. doesn't do that but i guess i have the means to do it other in uh, outside my job right mm -hmm. so yeah. feeling of not enough <laughs> <laughs> no thank yes. you for that question and actually actually yes uh sowing the faith planting the seed of the faith is not very it's not what they call it a thankless job you don't see the fruit immediately no you don't see the fruit of what we're doing. It's just, we believe that we are called, even if you don't like to consider it a calling, <laughs> we are called because you see, you are given even the perseverance to do it, even if it's not gratifying. I always say that is one sign 
as one sign that your calling you know, must be really coming from somewhere else. Because if it's only coming from you, you know, once you feel you're not gratified, oh, I don't get anything from this, you give up. No? Mm -hmm. And yet here, you are given the perseverance, you are given the courage, the patience even, to continue. Okay? And then, I guess the, the thing that we learn here is uh, how to make it unconditional, like God's love for us. No? How do you make it unconditional? Like even if you don't have enough catch of fish, like the, the experience of Simon, and still you go on. Still you go on. The same with uh, what Jesus experienced in the last Sunday's gospel, no? being rejected, not being able to do you know, more healings and you know, do good works in his own hometown. But still you continue. You continue. Anybody else that want to share? Evelyn? Evelyn is struggling, but maybe you can also share yeah. your struggle. <laughs> Hello, good evening. Um, Hi, sister. Actually, I have um, in my workplace, you know, before it's always a question why I keep. Uh, I keep uh, renewing a contract to them. Last week, I had this um, because I was the one who teach the children to pray before they eat, be before and after the children eating. of your employers. Yeah, the children of my employer. Mm -hmm. And I was so touched when I saw my employer, the man, mm -hmm. um, doing this. Mm -hmm. Before he eat, oh, okay. so I'm so touched. Then, because before I will, I, I will teach them when the parents is not around oh. because I'm they also although they are Catholics, but I'm also ashamed, you know. But I always teach them, and now the girl, she's uh, six, she's almost seven, to really pray. Even the parents is watching, she's really praying before she, yeah, you know? she eats, yeah. and I'm just. I feel I feel so blessed, and that's answered also my question. Why? Yeah, yeah. Even I'm not happy sometimes, you know. Um, the love, because I always tell them, no matter how how you hold a long face on me or how you treat me, I know it's not you. What's inside your heart is different, mm -hmm. because I always tell them. Or outside, you know, look, or what we do. It's not important to God. It's always in our heart. So now the the boy will, will I know nanny because they called me nanny. I know nanny because we love you. Then I said, no matter how you treat, how you treat me, mm -hmm. I will always uh, love you and I will always pray for you. Mm -hmm. And I also want to share one thing when. When Bishop Chow was here, Stephen, Stephen. yes, I was, I don't know, after the, after the mass, when he gave the blessing, I know that he looked right into my eyes when mm -hmm. he, when he, mm -hmm. then I was telling God that night, Lord, can you please um, 
transmit um, Bishop uh, certain child faith, even just a little faith of him transmit into me that anyone I that somebody could see the light in me. That was Sunday night. Then Thursday, Thursday morning, somebody messaged me to ask prayer for me. I don't know. I don't really know her well, but you know, at night I really cried, cried to God. You know, because you love me so much. Because it's just four days and you heard my prayers. <laughs> That's just that it's 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 a way of telling me that he heard me, that he is listening to me. Because maybe that lady saw a little light. And I I encourage her to attend Mass and Mount Carmel and she's saying. When she entered the church, there's really something she cannot express. And now, when she cried and in her dreams, she dreamed that God is holding her hands, going, accompanying, go, accompanying her into her struggles. Mm -hmm. I have my own struggles, but you know, I always say, I know you will not give this to me without a reason and i know I, I can overcome all this because you are with me always thank you thank you beautiful <laughs> yes me sister yes okay maria fair let's listen to okay can you hear is it clear yes, yes. uh, can you hear me sister yes yes we hear okay so uh and the gospel it's really i can i can i do really really believe of uh, calling uh, according to this reading for the first, second, and the third, we can really they are, we can say they are truly connected because, like in the life of uh, Isaiah, he said that he fear because uh, he can say unclean lips. Maybe he is a wicked man, but really God wanted him to be his prophet, as like uh, to deliver his words to the people, to those wicked people at the time. So God, God really needs someone. So it was Isaiah. He appointed Isaiah. It was his call. And in the and in the second reading of uh, Saint Paul, so Saint Paul was he's also not a good man. He's a, he's persecuting the Christians, but suddenly he become uh, uh, he's, he become a apostles, the first apostle, and then preaching the words of God to the Gentiles. So it was the Gentiles. It's not like Isaiah. Isaiah is in the, in the in the Old Testament is to the to the wicked uh, Israelites, the kings there. So in the in the third in the third is uh, Simon. Simon is also another. He's calling. He was also calling to 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 deliver the words of God, to preach the words of God. Well, in fact, he became the first pope. We consider him the the first pope. So he delivered the words of God. Uh, he preaching teach. We, when when Jesus Christ uh, let them go and uh, preach the word of God, so it, so all of them in these three readings are just related that they have really uh, that call. So I do believe also that God really have plan for us to each other. So so we we even say some people are we can say they are judgmental or something like that. But it's really it's really when you read the Bible, it's really a sin or it's not good to judge people because maybe that particular person 
he might be so bad, but maybe God loves him more than me. So, so that's the, the thing is, it's like in myself, uh, I, I can consider, so there was a call because before my, my job is, my companies used to send me to many countries, wherever countries, he, he just, my boss would just told me, oh, go there, do this job, do this job. So whenever I go there, I cannot, I cannot think about go to church because when I went to India, whenever, whenever I asked where is the church, the people, they don't know, we don't know, we don't have church here. When I go to Bangladesh, people also, they, there, are pe- there are people who pray, but they are, keep hiding, something that, that they're scared to, to do the prayer. So, so there are other places that it seems, I'm, I, I feel myself that, oh, why like this? It seems I, I'm, not, uh, I'm still far to, to God's uh, messages or to, to learn more about God. So I try, to, I try to stop for a while from working. And then I, go, I went to States and stay there that maybe I can do something here. But I also didn't understand because whenever, whenever they told me Monday, some of my friends, Monday, have to go to Padre Pio. Tuesday, we have to go to, to this church. Wednesday, we have to go to Perpetual Help. Friday, we will go have Charismatic. So seems, gradually, it seems I, I learned little things. So I have decided to come to Hong, back to Hong Kong. And here I keep joining this kind of group, like a Bible sharing, Bible study, to, like the Opus Day, some missionaries. And then I have found out that it's really my call to, to learn more about the words of God and share it to others. The main thing is I really love to, to invite people to, like for this one, uh, after, our, after our sharing now, I usually delivered it to some of my friends as well. I have some other friends also who are in other groups. Then I shared it to them. So I'm happy doing it. So I have found out that it's really, sometimes uh, God give us the way what he wanted us to do, feel it. We have to feel it that what really God wanted us. It is, I, I remember, it, I think it was St. Ignatius say that uh, whenever you go to church, whether ask God whether this is really what God wanted me to do, to keep on praying, praying, praying only. So I, I remember that word. So it is, it's really remembering sister. Thank you. So that's my share. For your sharing, for your calling. Let us really hope you can pass this on also to others afterwards. Okay? Uh, yes, I, I did, sister. I take a note. <laughs> yes. Pick up some okay. words. So um, we're about to close now. And uh, so tomorrow, we, uh, Patrick, you will come for the first reading for the Mass. Yes? Yeah, I'll just come and read. Yes, okay. So we expect you to be there. And then I think we have also the others who are not here, they ask, uh, they apologized. And then we will also uh, pass this on to them, this recording of this uh, uh, Bible sharing. We will end now with the uh, responsorial psalm, with which we can pray together. You know, the four of us here, you can also follow us from your device but we will not unmute because so that there will be no echo. So we thank the Lord for the sharing and we sing his praises as we pray together. In the the sight of the angels, angels, I I will will sing your praises, Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. 
In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Because of your kindness and your truth, for you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. All the kings of the earth shall give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. Great is the glory of the Lord. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. In the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises, Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.